The DWA podcast is recorded live to SD card at the old Wrigley building in Santa Cruz, California. Driving while awesome podcast radio hour. <laughs> oh God. Yo, do you guys know what a fluffer is? GTO Mellow Grinds. Oh, I got a PT Cruiser. It's a convertible. It's really cool. Oh, this smells of crayons for you. <laughs> hey, YOLO, you only have one life. Do you have coilovers? No, beat it. Yeah, I'd say that's a pretty good podcast right there. <laughs> Damn it, I screwed it up. Welcome to Driving Well Awesome. My name is Warren. I am Lane. Uh, Mark. And we are without Brian tonight. And we are moving on to a Sunday edition. How you guys doing? Doing. Always doing things. Art, yeah. what's your studio like these days? It's a really rad studio, dude. Um, so... I've been recording in the Cayenne because uh, the wife's in the room usually on calls at the same time, um, But and the kids are running around in the house. Uh, but today is very different. Uh, you know, we normally record when it's extremely cold in the garage. Today it's very warm in the garage, so I have the door open. It's got a little airflow going uh, here. So oh. this this is a very dynamic studio in here. That's right. Yeah, yeah the most expensive a... studio. I do. I know oh, my room. True. My room's probably worth like a dollar. <laughs> Dude, you know, you know what? <laughs> speaking of a, a random, I mean, it's not really expensive things, but there's, you know, everyone has pet peeves. Everyone has, you know, it, it, couples have quirks. I've got a million. My wife has to deal with me. There's one thing that my wife does that really, really, really annoys me. It's super trivial. Oh, I can't wait for this. She always locks the car in the garage. Like, like, oh, like, yeah. like we're, we literally live like in one of the safest neighborhoods in the country. Like I, it's like uh, my neighbor across the street, he's lived here since 1975 and he never closes his garage door, which, you know, for me, and means nothing's yeah. and nothing's <laughs> in your, your car that and it, can be like what, stolen. And what are right? they going to take? They're going to steal yeah, her yeah. Cayenne? Like what the, my <laughs> wife is the same like, way. What? She will lock the door when we're home. I really don't or get like, it. It drives me nuts. And so I, I know I, I, I have a theory and it's one time one time literally she somehow moved the you know the switch for the headlights over to like parking or something accidentally when she got out of the car and she and okay. she you know if you take the key out then all the lights should go off right they normally do that that's their auto on auto off um that's where i keep the switch on auto but um auto off topic but actually. um when mm-hmm. and this one time the light stayed on because she accidentally moved the switch and the switch and they were in parking. And if you lock it, it will override that, I guess, and turn the lights off regardless. So that's my theory. Um, I can't even bring up the topic anymore because it, it causes friction, you know? So, um, <laughs> I think it's also, everyone's a creature, a habit art. So, you know, mm. when you leave your car, a good habit is to lock the door. Right. And I think that's one of those things. It's like you, you, you know, you're, she's used to pressing that lock button making sure you know she hears the beep when she walks away i guess and it's like the fact that you're home or in a safeway parking lot it kind of doesn't matter yeah well you know what's fun is like if you want to get into the car real quick to grab your phone that you forgot now you have to go get the key unlock the car go back it's like this is like you just when you can and we know (laughs) we know how you know art probably leaves his phone in his car like 90 percent of the time yeah 93 94 Yeah. yeah Yeah. Um, or something else. Ninety three right? till till infinity. Yeah, exactly. That's true. I always wanted a ninety three infinity. We know, we know. The J thirty. Oh, well, I just want to tell is new it listeners that this, if you ever find a ninety three infinity, well, there's let me know. several. But is it the J thirty that you want? Oh, I forget what it's called. The, the one with the is that the butt. one with the little the shitty the slope back end that <gasps> needs Turtle the butt. spoiler? How dare you? Turtle butt. <laughs> 
Sorry. The turtle butt? <laughs> yeah. That's a work of art. Um, they're cool. That's a kind of a sweet... Yeah, I was going to say they're kind of cool. I, I'm, a fi- I'm a fan. Uh, no, I want the convertible. I want the convertible. Oh, the, uh, the G20 convertible? No, he's talking about the I- M30. 30? Is the M30? M30s 30. are cool. Is that M30? AKA Nissan Leopard in Japan. That's a rear wheel drive car. What's an car. M30? Ooh. Is that a G20? Is that the same thing? No. No, g twenty smaller. In front wheel drive. No. Weirder. Oh, so, okay. Oh, you know, yeah. Lane will know. Lane's yeah. a movie guy. Three Kings. Convertible. Black yep, car. Yep, yep. I remember. It was yep. like Pearl White, maybe? Uh, no, it was a black one in the movie. But they're usually oh, Pearl yeah. White. Uh, yeah, they're, but I do remember it. Yeah. yeah almost and I know the car. Lexus, for sure. Lexus doesn't make a convertible in that year. That's where the that's where the controversy was. Oh, they didn't make the L, the the L, uh, what's it called? The, yeah. SC? SC. No, not until the second generation, which was like two thousand one. Which had or which had oh. which had rear seats in quotation marks, right? Wait, <laughs> oh my God! Wait, that's, so second? That's oh, second gen? You mean the that ugly the, the bubbly yeah, one? The one? Yeah, the bubbly second one. Gen. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. I mean, they did a facelift and stuff on the on the first gen, but it wasn't like anything really right. significant. But man, that second one, those rear seats are a goddamn travesty. The, I think are it's they? the worst case of, of like. Rear seats again. It's way the, worse than a nine eleven. Yeah, right? I've never yeah. seen. So there's like, does it just touch the 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 seat bottoms yeah, on much. the back? Yeah. Yeah, like only Lieutenant Dan can sit back there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, I don't know, it's, man. It's L- one of those literal, Lieutenant literal, Dan, like you have to chop your legs. Yeah, off. I think Lieutenant Dan's got too much thigh, even like it's it's that bad. Yeah. He has too much stub. Too much thigh. Yeah, too much. <laughs> too much stub. <laughs> too much good. You need stuff. to have cut off seats. higher up. Lieutenant Dan, too much good stub. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, that's a good one. Uh, first name Lou, last name Tenant. Oh, okay. Okay. I got to send that one to yeah. my friend. We kind of go through these. Wow. I thought of another one like Whoa, that, which was Harry um, Balls. Yeah, this was um, first name Ira. I know. I knew an Ira growing up. Last name Pete. Okay. Yeah. I got you. <laughs> Wait, I'm not going to repeat it. Oh, I'm not going to repeat you, it, Wham. All right. Uh, <laughs> Lane um, couldn't even think I of it until he said it out loud. I, did it. Um, I, I, I know the IRA you're talking about, too. That's yeah. a funny thing. Okay. Right? Yeah. I, I thought of something um, on the, uh, earlier, um, and I still haven't figured out how to structure it, but it, it, there's something there. Hispanic, his panic, right? Something there. His yeah, but panic. panic's not a bas- last name. No, no, but it's, it's like, something it's like, different. Hey, are you like, are you are um, you okay? Like, like, is are you okay with the situation? And it's like, no, don't it's, talk to him. It's his, that's it's his, his panic. It's his panic. And said <laughs> he said to Jose or something, I'm, right? Or he said to I'm pretty you know down. I mean? I'm pretty down with I'm that. I'm working on it, right? Yeah. It's a work in progress. Yes. How do you spell lieutenant? L e u t e n a n t, maybe <laughs> lieutenant. Try to, I still don't know how to spell chauffeur. I can't remember how to spell chauffeur. I just I just let autocorrect handle that. Have you seen that? Um, it's S H uh, O W F U R. Chauffeur. Have you seen that uh, Patrice O'Neill skit where he's talking about how bad he is at spelling or just certain words? And he said, if someone put a gun up to my mom's head <laughs> and said, spell restaurant right now, spell it, spell restaurant. He's like, sorry, mom. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's it. <laughs> That's an easy one. Lieutenant. I um I got to I the county spelling bee championships in fifth grade. I think that I told you what? guys about this. Yeah, uh, Santa Cruz mm. County. Um, and I lost when I misspelled villain. So I will never ever misspell villain in my oh, life wow. again. Yeah, I I it was one of those. V i l l a i n. Yeah, I missed the i for some reason. <laughs> wow. I was under pressure. Uh, 
Fuck yeah. I mean, also, you're not Indian. No, no Whoa, uh, stereotypes. Look at this wow. guy. Some I people think- have thought he was Indian. Yeah, there you go. That's, he. That's how I got in. They didn't <laughs> even look at my, Timmy, my track Timmy record. Trumpets over here. <laughs> yeah. Jimmy Trumpets. Well, no, they're, I don't know what it is, but they, Indian kids are really good at spelling. If you've watched the spelling bee at all on ESPN. I think ESPN, it has to do with parents, uh, right? ESPN the Quattro or ESPN Ocho. Mm-hmm. Um, dude, they kill it. Yeah, and, and there's um, many documentaries covering it as oh, well. Oh, is there? Yeah, there's like, uh, there was, one's just called Spelling Bee, I believe. You've watched them all? Uh, I've watched, I think I have. <laughs> there was one that was big like 15 years ago, and it was like one of those Sundance Starlings and stuff. Uh, I remember oh, that shit. one, and then I think there was one other I watched. Yeah, mm. dude, I watched a. I don't know if I mentioned on the podcast. Oh no, I did because you had brought up, um, uh, what's that? The Rubik's Cube. But I watched a documentary on Rubik's cubes. Oh, the Rubik's Cube Championships. Dope. Yeah, I watched a documentary Gnarly. on the Yo-Yo Championships. Mm. Whoa, it's that Netflix show like. Um, weird champions or something mm-hmm. it's like a five-part series so each episode's a different sport so yeah, is that quotes. like uh is that like um figure skating or surfing where it's like judged yeah, yeah because Tricks. you can't yeah it's like it's like a it's like a two-minute performance set to music yeah. i think and they are in is this and there's one dude oh, go for it sorry who anyways one dude who's like won it you know five years in a row this is worldwide and he's re- he retired like he was like <laughs> he's, he just, yeah he's I'm, like I'm he moving was like Sebastian he dropped his yoga yo-yo yeah. and walked out <laughs> he okay. his yo-yo. that's awesome oh so yeah, most but you the, know what he might he, he might come back and that in a true whoa. yo-yo fashion um, so, so oh. most most rubik's cube kids are uh it turns out they're autistic Oh. oh well. Oh, okay. I, yeah. I thought. Wait. I thought we we're still on yo-yos because I was gonna say uh, no, we no, know no, someone Cubes, who they, we know someone who's a it, competitive uh, Diablo guy. You know what that is? A what? A what? It is like a big yo-yo that you control with two sticks on a string. Oh, oh I have seen that. Yes. Wait, 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 wait. Is it you? No. We know someone. You? <laughs> who do we know that's more autistic than me? Oh, Matt Brown. Matt Brown. Hushy pushy. <laughs> wait. Com- do you say competitive? Yeah, he was all in on that. That was like his life, Holmes. Um, what? Wait a minute. <laughs> Why doesn't he have Where's that? Like, he where's his documentary? Dude, I'll tell him to bring him on one of our rallies, and he'll entertain everyone. Dude, I wish just casually he would have just walked up to a Morning Motors and fucking You know what? You know, he's also a very around. good juggler. He's like re- legit. Like re- He's a really good juggler. I can see that. I'm so blown away right now. Well, this, weird document. The yo-yo weird thing was juggling is like borderline normal, though. <laughs> it's, I, I associate uh, clowns. Okay, so I don't know. but I don't compared know to the, the other uh, thing you said, a Diablo player, Diablo player, Diablo. It's like it's yo-yo, yeah, well, the yo-yo Diablo. Is, it's all the same wheelhouse, man. You know, yo-yos are pretty interesting. They're very impressive to watch these guys do these insane tricks and stuff. But the backstory of all this, you know, the uh, just. The backstabbing and the Whoa. like reputations and all that shit. And then there's a there's a female championship. Um, but they were saying that the girls just don't. It's so hard to get good to get that good that they all just eventually quit. Mm-hmm. It is not fun for them. I'm like, yeah, dude. So <laughs> I can imagine. But the girls from I think she's from Mexico City and she's young and she's really really good. But they're like to get to the next level, like she's going to have to stick at this for another five years. And usually they just kind of like, eh. Imagine that. Because there's so much money in professional yo-yo. 
I know. Well, maybe there Dude, is. Uh, what's it called? And so, the kid that- so um, when, when we're in college, uh, Matt's housemate, so the, this other yo-yo guy, he was sponsored by a yo-yo company, I remember. I can't remember who it was, but he was like, so that was the thing. They go, I don't know if he got paid or if he just got yo-yos, but <laughs> I remember he was sponsored. I, I bet it's just got yo-yos, yeah. Yeah. But uh, there's some expensive yo-yos, man. They are, yeah. They're, like, I, they're uh, up to like $30 or something. Dude. I went through a yo-yo phase. I think we but all did. But then you I realized, was like 11, you 10, realized 11, how tough it was going to be. One with yeah. Like, yeah, get the ones that light clear, up and stuff. Clear one with like springs in it that did something that who knows what. But um, yeah, I think yo-yos are cool. I just yeah. I haven't dabbled. Just get back to it. I, I you know, had yo-yo finger for a while, so I had to mm. back off. I see. Yeah, it's hard. Take, take a break. You lose feeling. <laughs> in your heart. Yeah. <laughs> oh man! Sorry, I'm texting my friend uh, Eli about Lieutenant, so you have to excuse oh, me. That's good. Um, yeah, I'm trying. I'm trying to tie yo-yos into cars, and I, I can't find. Like, is there some reflex thing there? What can we do here? How do we transition into something? Um, I guarantee you, if someone said, "Did you know that Ayrton Senna was an insane yo-yo?" Oh. Everyone would be. You would see yo-yos at cars and Dude, coffee. Uh, what's his name? Our buddy, um, uh, Scott Pruitt. Not uh, Scott Pruitt, right? Well, yeah. well-known yo-yo, yo-yoer. <laughs> no, just, <laughs> is that what that's called? A yo-yoer? Um, uh, yo-yo-e. Yo-yo-e. Well, that's, yeah. You're the recipient of a yo-yo in the face. You're a yo-yo-e. Um, yeah, dude. What the hell is going on with you All guys? All right. This, this, this show is off to a weird start. We're yeah. This is not a yo-yo podcast, but call in if you ever got into yo-yos or marbles Educate for that us. matter. Marbles, yeah. Um, pogs. Marbles was, I was about a pog guy, uh, second grade. Pogs. Pog? Yeah. I was too old for pogs. Me too. Skip me. Like, it, it was like it was a uh, yeah. It was like your few years off. Come few years below. Yeah. Us. Yeah. Yep. yep. That makes sense. Strangely aware of it. My brothers were into it. I was not. Yep. Lane. So what the hell happened over your transaxle? Ah, uh, it's broken, dude. Well, yeah. Is there <laughs> is there a new one coming? Uh, yeah, one shipped on Monday. Dope. How? Yeah. Is it the so one? The one you mentioned or something? LSD uh, yeah, so it's a LSD out of, uh, I don't know, it's like an 85 and a half to 88 uh, NA944. Dope. LSD transaxle. And yeah, you're right, Warren, one week. Exactly. Yeah. So it's shipped on Monday and it's supposed to be arrive on Monday. That's not bad. Yeah. Okay. So, so when did that ha- When did your car go down? That's a great question, Warren. <laughs> I think it was... Uh, <laughs> yeah. I want to say it was. was I want to say it was two weeks weeks ago, as of last Saturday. So, two and a half. You know, two and a half weeks ago. Okay. So three, four. Put it in, test it, yada yada. So that's a pretty straightforward process. What what is it? Like couple? How many hours? Timing belt done. Yada yada yada. You know. Oh, Oh, you're gonna timing belt it. I think so, dude. I'm like, yeah. It's one of those things. It's kind of like it's knocking at the door. You know. Yeah, it's like while it's down and it's yeah, there, you yeah. don't have to add more time and another visit. And I, because I don't think it was, um, actually, I think the last timing ball I did was right before our first rally. Holy shit, dude! You got to do that. Thing. How long ago was that? Mileage, but it's four years ago, five, five, years ago. five years ago, five. So it's like it's like about time, right? Yeah. Yeah, 
Um, is that I can't remember because I've never done any of those. But is that a really bad one to do? No, it's just the ballast shaft it's thing, right? Quick. Like it's the way that you tension it and stuff. Is the, isn't that supposed to be yeah, tricky? Yeah, so te- it doesn't have a self tensioner, so yeah. you just have to use a. There's a special Porsche tensioning tool, or you can do it like mm. the backyard way, which is like you just twist it and go, yeah, that's tight enough. Yeah, and you have to but, check uh, it again, right? Like I remember because like mine, like mine yeah. was done like three thousand or two thousand miles before I bought it, and then I, it had to yep. be retensioned. Um, yeah, can, you're yeah. supposed to check it within like I think it is like 1,500 miles. Yeah, somewhere on there. Like yeah. Um, cool, re-tension. dude. Well, that's awesome, man. The, I, I know we yeah. we talk about like the shit that you have to do that doesn't necessarily give you an, like an immediate feel, like a benefit in terms of yeah, driving yeah. characteristic, but at least you're safe and your car's usable. Yeah, it gives you a little <laughs> security, right? Yeah. And then I have the, I do have the battery to go in, and then I have all those other. The whole tune-up parts. parts that I bought. Nice. So, LSD. Um, are you going to just drop those off? I'm just going to drop them off. I, I also ordered... Did I mention that I ordered a new seatbelt? I think I did. Yeah, right? you did. No. You did. I yeah. did, oh, right? I don't okay. Yeah, because you were I talking about how, how it, too, the so. no, you said it had no like tension at all. Like, it wouldn't even retract. Yeah, and it's all... It curls it up. Retract, yeah. <laughs> it like, doesn't even stay flat. So, like, the thing gets all, like, with the uh, and stuff. With the transaxle on those cars, like, I imagine... What, what do they quote? Like, two hours for that? Like, it's, like, it's not very you much, You know, I right? don't know what the quote is, but I would guess it is... I would say I would estimate it's probably a three-hour yeah. job, you know, you know, quote unquote three hours. But you know, guys can probably do it in an hour and a half or because it's like Dang, you literally just disconnect the axles and then the bolts into the it's axles and then you the bolts and you bolt it back in. You have to connect the shift linkage, but there's and the exhaust isn't in the way or anything. Uh, That's where things get tricky. Because... I don't think so. Okay, I'm trying to think. Um, and then the clutch is. Uh, in the front of the car, right? Yeah. yeah. And ha- has that been done recently? I can't remember. No, I've never done the clutch. Oh, shit. Never done it. <laughs> no. <laughs> Man, that car has been so good to you. Yeah. <laughs> like, because you hammered that thing. Yeah. And, like, you'd think. But clutches, you got to think they last, like, I mean, a low-powered car like that, it's probably, what, like a 60,000 or 70,000-mile thing, maybe? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At or least, maybe more or you, more, you know, depending yeah. on how hard you drive I guess it the question stuff? is when was it done before you got the car yeah blah, I don't blah, blah. I don't remember if the, I don't really remember what the guy had told me but uh yeah and, and I don't even know how many miles I put on the car really so I probably yeah. put 35 or 40 thousand on it yeah um I don't know clutch feels good right now so yeah the clutch is like the one that's the big nightmare thing about 924 is really mm-hmm. timing belts aren't it's not that big of a deal, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, and they they have a short interval, so they're. It's a short. Used to do it them. is a short interval, but it's basically the same cost as like a Toyota V6 or V. You know, yeah. it's like that's the, the same main kind thing, of thing, right? It's just that it's more frequent. Um, like versus, yeah. yeah, it's like half of the standard, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's cool. I think with the modern belts and stuff, they they're definitely much more reliable than they used to be. Mm-hmm. Where you know, definitely. where you can yep. probably make them last a little longer. Mm-hmm. Where back in the day, it was like. And is it like, I mean, I don't know if this is the case, but like with F-355s, right? Like it's more of the age thing because when they sit, the way that it's tensioned, like it actually stresses the belt. And like if you drive the car regularly, like you're moving it around so it's not as bad. Yeah, I think, I think so. I mean, it's kind of like tires, right? If you let a tire, if you let a car just sit, it's going to get flat spots and the tires are going to get all crusty and stuff. Yeah. But if your car, if your tires are working, coming up to temp, like doing all the stuff, they're going to stay compliant. You know, the rubber is going to yeah. stay soft and, yeah. and good. It's when stuff sits and then you try to move it again. Yeah. And then that's where it, you know, yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Cause I know, like, I remember, I don't remember when, but I know that Ferrari released like this bulletin where originally it was a year thing. It was like a, 
you know, replace the timing belt on F-355 every three years, but then they changed it to mileage, I think it was, and then yeah, and yeah. then they also offered the, you know, they extended the year thing. It, I think it moved it from three to There's five. There's always the mileage and years, right? Yeah. It's like, I think those are two scales that kind of like, they change depending on one or, one or the other. Like right. The more miles, you can kind of go on... I don't know. Yeah, it's weird how those those kind of those two lines intersect. Right. I guess that's cool though, but, man. I'm excited for you. Like, yeah. I mean, um, I I actually I drove the car. I got to drive it. You know, I, I I had the car for a bit. I don't remember when we swapped cars. So I drove it on Skyline, and I did a couple runs around <laughs> so there. So long ago. So yeah, and I remember. I mean, it, I remember what it drove like then. But it would, and I've driven other 944s, yeah. so it'd be it would be cool to drive this one. Mine didn't have an LSD either, so um, yeah. it'd be cool to check it out what it's like now after that. Yep. How about you? Do you have anything new on the E30? Is no, is dude. The, I just want to. I really want to get behind the freaking console. It's just like I've been so busy. Like I, I have to remove the console to see what's going on up there. You know, like because I can't tell what the extent of the leak is. Like you know, for all I know, like you know, maybe it's uh, you know, I, I'm I don't know. It, it it I'm preparing for the worst, but you know, it could be that a maybe a couple of bolts are loose and it's the flange that it go that plugs into the you know to the hose or something that's bad, and that would be awesome, right? But I have no idea yeah. what's going on back there. And the leak is so, yeah. so minor. Like, it's just, it's it collected over time. And um, yeah. and I noticed that, you know, it's it's been since the rally, really. And I went on that one drive, right? Like, um, I, I never talked about this, but, like, months ago after the rally, um, my, my um, I thought that my idle was off. Like, I thought that, because remember, I was fucking with the AC, and I thought the AC was messing with the idle. And, like, I'm like, what is going on? My revs are, it's like rev hanging, you know, when I drove it around. Yeah. And then um, I discovered that my mat had slid up a little bit, and I pushed it back, and it was just that. You know, like, the, the, the uh. mat was pushing on the gas pedal. But at the time, I didn't make that connection that, like, my mat was slipping around. I thought it moved a little bit. And, it, and since then, I've maybe driven my car, like, 10 miles, you know. So, like, um, this last time, you know, I went out for a longer drive and then that's when I noticed the, the mat was moving around a lot more. So I don't know how what went like, you know, it's not it doesn't seem like it's a huge leak, but it, there's something there. So I have to remove the console to be able to see what is happening exactly before I kind of, you know, get to the next step. Or whatever. So that's a question for you, Warren, since you ran shops and stuff. Uh, yeah. Do you see a lot of slow late leaks in in heater cores? Sometimes. Or- yeah. Sometimes it'll be like an expansion thing. Um it doesn't really do much until the car gets really warm oh, or like okay. certain certain loads, you know. Yeah. But because um, my experience has been like full on like disaster, right? Like your feet, feet soaked, right? Yeah. Like all of a sudden your feet are soaked, the car is spiking. It's like yeah, it's just overheating. It's like you're you're done, dude. You can't even drive the car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's definitely usually the case. Or um, you kind of don't notice it for a little while and then all of a sudden the car overheats like crazy or is low on coolant and you're like oh shit well there it is you know it's mm. yeah because the, the, yeah, the heater valve does unusual. have a flange on it right so that's one place that they do leak i was looking at it and um and sometimes it's yeah, the valve I mean, it itself could be a hose yeah. it could be the hose that's cracked like like my um fuel lines on the van again where internally they crack mm. and yeah. you know expansion or whatever contraction i don't know but it's allowing a little coolant out of that the heater core may not be the problem but to get to it and like fix Mm -hmm. it um it's the same as like might as well do the heater core when you're in there especially if it's only 150 for sure and right yeah or bypass it for now and then this is i mean this is gonna sound ridiculous but like it's kind of like 
not even about that anymore. Like, you know, I, I, you know, it's fine. I'll remove the driver's seat and I'll make it comfortable enough for me to get in there and I'll remove the console. But I just hate dealing with fucking coolant. Like coolant is such, such a gross thing. And like you're under there and you're guaranteed to spill some, you know, and it's going to get, and it's just yeah. like, ah, I don't, I mean, it's like a pussy yeah, thing dude, to that's say. That's why but, like anyone, people are always, you know, flushing coolant at home. And that's one of those things I would happily pay yeah, totally. to have done yeah. elsewhere or, yeah, most fluids really. It's like ah, uh, just yeah. you know, it's know. not is that there expensive. A great and fluid. I mean, oil's probably the best. Really. Oil's the easiest. Yeah, oil's easy. engine oil. But yeah, that with this is like, and then you add the element of the of bleeding, right? Like, there's always the bleeding bullshit. It's like you you think you get everything out, you think you burped it, you've done the heater, you raise the nose, you do everything you can, and then you're out for a drive and your car's getting hot and you have to sit there like an idiot. It's just like I, I it's very rare that you yeah. do it 100 percent the first time, right? It takes a few, like a couple tries. So yeah, I always uh. I always do it, then go on a drive, then come back and do it again. But yeah. you're right. Then even that, it's still yeah. usually. So the, the, my again. favorite car to do a, a bleeding uh, ever, and that was the easiest, was um, on my uh, E3318 IS with the M42 engine, because those had a bleed valve on the radiator. So like you, you did the same. You went through the motions, right? You 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 know you you'd still lift up the nose and try to like raise the elevator to, or the elevator, the radiator to be the the high point and all that, but. Um, after that, you lower it, you let it idle, and then there's a little bleed valve on the actual radiator that you just turn and it bleeds. You close it, and then you just keep bleeding it slowly until the bubbles come out, and you're done. It was, it was so nice. That that's the easiest car I've ever done a uh, kind of a coolant change. Or was it a bleed on. radiator valve or was it a petcock? Oh, it was kind of a petcock. You're right. Yeah. 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 Okay. Nine forty four has a, it's like an eight millimeter, uh, bolt that you just and it's it's right up there. Like on the thermostat yeah, or plug. what? Yeah, it's on the... No, it's not the thermostat housing. It's... You know what? It's weird. I don't even know what the fuck it... Where it is right now. Where I'm thinking. Probably, but I know in yeah. 83, 944, it's actually weird. It's on the upper radiator hose. On the hose? It's a... Yeah. Huh. It's on the actual... In the actual hose. Whoa. But on my car, hmm. it isn't. It's in a metal... I forget. I, I don't even... I'm trying to picture it. And I, I can't picture what it's connected to. Maybe it's the hose. It's where the hose connects to the engine. Oh, I see. So oh, okay, on that top, side, the top yeah. of the engine, right there. Yeah. All right, to the block or whatever. So it's like a metal flange, or to the head. I mean, cool. Not the block. Where does it go? Well, I don't have any real updates myself, but uh, getting my car out of the garage to go on a drive tomorrow is my big news. <laughs> so I'm excited to do that. We're going on a, a lunching while awesome trip down to monterey carmel whatnot wait are we leaving tomorrow yeah oh man i was thinking it was the day after cool well, wait today's thursday yeah, right? yeah you're right you know you're you're right dude <laughs> okay well, maybe i'm tripping out because i'm in the same yeah. zone uh, yeah so uh got a good little crew it's gonna be fun to see people and um and then we're gonna have a cool private hangar tour uh, by our buddy at Veloce Valuations, Steve Cottrell. You know him as Steven Sportscar maybe on Instagram, but um, he's pretty well connected down in that area, and I'm, I'm excited. It should be a good time. And you're, Lane, you're just cruising down and, and providing lunch? Or what's your, I'm mobbing, what's your goal? dude. Yeah, so I think I'm going to I think I'm trying to come up with what my plan is. I haven't really come up with it yet. I thought it was two days from now. So, you know, <laughs> I'm just all over the place. Um, yeah. But I think I'm going to cruise down to the, the start. Okay. And then I'll cruise with you guys. I don't really – and, you know, from the start. And then I'm going to – at some point, I'll just beeline there or into town 
and yeah. I'm gonna pick up some pizzas and um and maybe and some plates and whatever drinks and stuff. Or cool. you know, and then I'll uh and then I'll just cruise over there with that stuff and kinda like hopefully be there like right before you guys get there. Yeah, well if you do that, you'll definitely beat us because it'll take us a while to get around. Yeah. Around the bend. So cool. All right. Well that works. Um yeah, finally some content, some stuff to talk about, cars to look at. Like I'm excited pictures. though. I've never, you know, I've never been to Steven's place. Uh, and then we're also checking out another hangar as well, which is pretty rad, and it houses some can really we, cool cars. Can we talk about that, or should well, let's talk to Steve first? Well, then we'll we, talk about we it next are going week. to Greg's hangar, so we can say that. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, Greg's hangar, but yeah. it houses a collection by someone uh, very prominent in the area, and. I've seen some pictures on the gram of some stuff in there, and it's quite um, quite high profile. Yeah. I'll just say that. So, cool. Well, I'm excited, and uh, we'll have actually some more stuff to talk about next week. Um, oh, that reminds yeah, me. We, uh, this is probably inside stuff, but we should – I never hit up Clark about the drive. And I, he, I know he had talked about going down to Steven's place too. So. Oh, he did? Yeah, okay. Yeah. Well, let's hit him up right right after this. See if he can jump on. Although he, what would he take? He sold his, uh, he sold his NSX. He has the S two thousand. Oh, he does. Yeah, that's right. That's perfect. He has a K truck. He has a Honda S eight hundred. He better leave now if he's taking the K truck. My name is Warren. I am Lane, and we are here to talk to you about Copart, a new sponsor of the Driving Wall Awesome podcast. We are excited to have them on board because these guys are perfect for anyone looking for salvage cars. They have a lot of used cars, like new, slightly damaged vehicles, and even stuff from rental companies like Enterprise, Hertz, Avis, and Rent-A-Car. We know Brian's always looking for a minivan. Copart may be the perfect place to find that minivan, and it's an auction. So you get good photos. Uh, you kind of know what you're getting, unlike some of these Craigslist ads and whatnot. Um, they even have some kind of hard to find cars, right, Lane? Yeah, they have uh, K trucks, like the uh, trucks that Warren and I drove on the recent Roundcat Rally, um, where we drove some Honda Acties, and they have a little uh, Warren searched Mitsubishi and found a little Mitsubishi K truck dump truck. Actually, we all know that auctions are kind of taking over here in the online world, and these guys have a mobile app. Um, 100% online auctions. Uh, once you get signed up, it's pretty easy to search for your vehicles, jump right into auctions. You can even save your searches and get email alerts for a specific vehicle, which is super useful. Um, and people aren't picking these cars apart before they're sold. This is, you buy the entire car, it's what you see is what you get. So, yeah. you know, when you go to pick and pull or pick apart uh, junkyard stuff, you get there and you think you're going to have a car left and all that's, you know, remaining is maybe the frame and uh, some old, I don't know. What's what's in the bottom of seats these I, days? I don't know, but I recently went to a, a pick and pull to try and find parts, and and uh, I basically wasted three and a half hours of my time because <laughs> the car go. had literally nothing on it. So there had one go. tail light, and it was cracked. But uh, oh, with this, perfect. this is the perfect thing for someone also. Like if you're swap, if you're doing an LS swap or any kind of swap, you buy the whole car. You're buying the ECU. You're buying the transmission. You know, you're buying all these parts if you want to swap all these parts into a different car or if you just want to rebuild said car, you know, it might just, you know, some of these cars might have really minor damage or even no damage at all, really. But uh, right. Yeah. And a lot of our listeners are quite savvy with 
rebuilds and refurbishing cars. So what better place to look than uh, Copart? And you may find the perfect example of your car that needs a little love uh, for a lot less. So check out Copart.com. And uh, I would say bid with confidence. Joining Copart is easy and affordable. Usually memberships start at less than $5 a month, but we're giving our listeners an additional $20 off the basic membership. Go to copart.com slash DWA to get your special offer. That's copart.com slash DWA. Find your next vehicle for less at Copart. What else is going on? Uh, Well, we have some... I mean, <laughs> dude, I know you and I have been really busy, and Art's been really busy with uh, the launch of RadForSale.com. This is true, and I wanted to talk about it last episode, and we I got distracted, so I think Sean Grimes had asked on, on Instagram, and uh, yes, so if you follow us um, on Radwood or all that stuff, you definitely are now aware that Rad for Sale is coming March 1st, first and only 80s and 90s auction site um, dedicated to that era, the Radwood era. And we are super pumped and and kind of stressed and busy. Scared, <laughs> like, excited, <laughs> everything, yeah. What, yeah, what is it like when Will Ferrell and Anchorman's like, I'm a, I'm a fucking uh, volcano of emotions yeah. or whatever the fuck he says. Yep. Yeah, but yeah, it's, uh, it's all it things. is exciting, though. Um, yep. And I just, you know, we're just... Uh, COVID everything goes smoothly and we we've done yeah. everything and checked all the boxes and all that yeah exactly stuff. it'll everything will be fine i mean whatever needs some adjustment we'll adjust it but yeah. i mean at this point it's all just kind of coming together and we're stoked to be able to share it with everyone who's a fan of radwood of course and maybe people on the dwa side that haven't dived in yet um yeah we have our fun. we have our first like lot of cars we're doing a I don't know. What would you call it? A soft launch or, I mean, cause we're not, yeah, we're yeah. not like accepting submissions from the whole world right now, but we kind of curated a, a nice little group of a small group of cars to launch with on the site. Right. And I think, yeah, it's a yeah. good, a good sampling of the type of stuff we're looking for. Right. It's like, it's the same thing that you would find at a Radwood event, like some really cool, rare and obscure high end stuff. And then some stuff in the middle, like we have a, a really, really rad, uh, Porsche 944 Turbo Cup car, which was from the late 80s Turbo Cup series up in Canada. Um, one of 39 cars made for the series. Uh, it is the raddest of the lot of all those cars. It was, uh, I mean, not necessarily the ones we're selling, but I'm talking about the the series. It's the Reebok liveried car, which is super cool. Um, podium finisher, winner. Uh, and then we have on the opposite end of the spectrum, we have got a, a super cool Plymouth, uh, Plymouth Colt GTS Turbo, which is a DWA rally veteran. Um, and a super well-kept car that just is non-existent now, right? Because they just all disappeared and rusted away and everything. But a, a nice car uh, owned by a friend of ours, Josh, and he brought it on the uh, on one or two rallies. I can't remember now. Sierra Rally. Oh, Sierra Rally, yeah. Definitely Sierra. And, uh, Definitely we Sierra. Have, I think that was the only one. He took the yeah. Del Sol on another Oh, one. right. That's what I was right. And yeah. then we also have a Del Sol, very similar to the one that he owns. It's a, a Captiva Blue, one owner Del Sol, literally grandma car type of deal. A very, very nice car, Del Sol SI. And then um, we've got a, a set of, of, of very minty Viper wheels that came off of a car in 19... Uh, it was a 94. It didn't come off in period, but with like 9,000 miles on it. Uh, front tires are original, which is pretty wild. Uh, yep. I saw that. I, uh, yeah, it's such a great thing to see, uh, the, we sent an email out to let people know that, you know, what's coming, uh, submission wise. And that 
that mix was so perfect. Yeah. You know, it's like a little bit of everything. I mean, from crazy modified the Volkswagen Caddy, which I'm sure we'll touch on with an LS swap rear wheel drive, um, to the Reebok 944 race car and something, everything like in between. And this is just, you know, a small kind of starting sample for us, but, um, it gives you like, it's kind of like when we go to a morning motors and you're like, dude, this is rad because it's not just, you know, the typical cars and coffee, Mustangs and Camaros, or you go to a Radwood and there's next to an F40 is a Buick Roadmaster next to a, you know, whatever Bronco or something, you know, it's like that variety is so cool. And that's what makes Radwood fun to go to. And now it's like, we get to see what's going to come uh, for submission and eventually be auctioned off. So yeah, yeah, it's really, really rad. Yeah, we have so uh, we have a few more thing, a few more cars lined up. Also, uh, Ethan Tufts of Hello Road. It's a pretty well documented car. People can look that up if you follow him on Hello Road on Instagram or on his YouTube channel. Uh, it's a, a purple Ford Probe, which also you know Ford Probes are obscure little cars. You know they're 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 definitely representative of the era. You know Ford GT. Uh, so no reserve. That's a no reserve car. They're, he's got a super minty, extremely rare Mitsubishi Galant of the mid eighties. Also no reserve car. Uh, the Viper wheels are no reserve. So all this stuff is going to sell. It'd be fun to w- watch um, these things go. So definitely check it out. Rad for sale. We launched March 1st, uh, but we're going to, by the time this podcast is up, we're going to hopefully have the site up so you can kind of poke around and, you know, sign up and set up a profile and, and maybe even submit a car. This is it. So that's what we've been up to. Um, it's not a lot of uh, super exciting stuff to talk about on the podcast yet, but I'm pretty confident that as things roll and we'll be able to discuss, you know, the outcome of auctions and things that are being submitted and trends and then add to that, getting back to Radwood events, hopefully sometime soon, um, traveling around and, and seeing all the cool cars in the world it'll be it'll be fun so that's kind of what's going on over here yeah Um, i uh i was actually in a weird so uh rick deacon who's a partner of ours on the radwood side and rad for sale he he like was all excited about this clubhouse thing did you guys poke around that yeah, I don't get it. <laughs> I haven't messed with it yet, but I mean, I'm willing to give it a shot. I didn't really yeah. mess with it. I just yeah, yeah. signed up for it. It's yeah. interesting. It's like a pod. It's like podcasts. It's like you create these like rooms, which are essentially like interactive. They're basically podcast rooms, so you can go in there and be like, "So Rick started one yesterday, and it was like Radwood, '80s and night, or yeah, it was like Rad Radwood era '80s and '90s car talk," and all of a sudden, it's like Rick's in it, Nick. Nick Quarta's in it, uh, and Austin uh, with the E28 M5, and a bunch of other people that have been to Radwoods and stuff, and everyone's, and then you invite, as a host, you know, I had, like, host, I guess he signed me up as a host, too, or something, so we were able to, like, invite people to talk, or, or there, and there was always an audience, and it was, it's an interesting, it's an interesting I gotta, I, platform, dude. It's just like we are right now, basically. It's weird though. But, but then it turns into like this whole, it, it, it is like a podcast, but then it's interact. But then you, it, once you have enough, a lot of people in there, it almost turns into more like, like, uh, Ben Rogat was putting together those like weekly zooms. It turns into one of those kind of things. Well, I think because you have the option to allow other people to speak. Right. So like if you set up, yeah. if you're an admin, you guys all have access to talk, um, but everyone else is muted. 
as you said, yeah, like a Zoom, right, where you can unmute certain individuals and have them join the conversation. But I think they raise their hand or something, right? Like if they want to yeah, talk. Yeah, they do. They raise and, their hand. And, and, and then and their title and then people, is there. So you see who it is, right? Yeah. Like all that type and of stuff. And moderators will like be like, they'll be talking and then they'll say, all right, oh, so-and-so just jumped on. I'm going to, you know, Warren's on. I'm going to invite him in. And Warren, how are you doing? What do you, th- you know, what do you think about the, you know, some topic right. that I, they're I get talking that. about? I guess it almost feels like coming into a podcast in the middle of an episode, though. Yeah, you're if like, you're not, what? so you do get. Why a, am I here? What are they talking about? So I guess I mean you would get a notification if you follow any of those people. It's like there's this thing sure. happening, so you would ideally like jump on right away. Um, I don't know. Yeah, it's yeah. one of those things. It's like it. There's. I'm trying to figure it out too. Like I, my whole thing on it, I was sitting on the, in this clubhouse thing and I just kept going, so what is like, what do you do? Like, how does this work? How, you know, it's me asking them these questions and like What's it trying for? to like yeah. figure out what it is. I, I it, There's, there's something well, there. Rick, Rick like called me and sold me on it, but I had already tried to sign up because oh. um, uh, something else happened. What was it? I forget, but you have to have an invite. So yep. it's like Gmail in the early days, you have to be invited to it. And, um, I didn't have the invite and I was kind of like, well, I guess it's nothing that important. And then uh, Rick invited us. And so I, I signed up last night, but I haven't even looked at it. So I, I keep getting notifications now, though, of like fucking so-and-so is on Clubhouse and wants yeah. to talk your ear off. And I'm like, oh, that's my nightmare. I'm out of it. I'm not doing that. I jumped on this one today and it was it's a Concourse Day Clubhouse. And it's basically just car talk. So I think it's run by I don't know who it's run by, but it's a mainly it seemed like i'm looking at it i'm looking at it right it seemed now. like 95 percent british people oh uh, really? british guys huh. and stuff and it was like everyone was like so if you looked at their profiles it was like designer at ford Jesus designer Christ. at this or head of you know it's like it's like a lot of like just, industry <laughs> yeah, i just people. went on i just went on to it oh yeah and all of a sudden i'm like listening to it and i didn't know how to get out so, so it's going on right now i mean it was going on i checked it out this morning and there was the whole, conver- so, the whole mean, conversation it seems interesting i mean people. Wow, because it's like it seems like it's very fluid right it's not like i mean i'm sure it yeah. can be topical but like it almost sounds like you said oh i jump in in the middle of the conversation i don't know what's happening but i think the conversation is yeah, going to yeah. become whatever it becomes from then on and so you just kind of you know, if you feel that that makes sense to you, whatever's being spoken about kind of thing, you jump in. But Well, I was going to say, I mean, it's 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 funny because it's a lot like a live Instagram video where you get a notification. Yes, it's going yeah. on. And then you might join and you're like, what the fuck is going on right now? Like and I'm usually like I'll kind of watch for a little bit unless it's something really interesting. I'm like, eh, I'm over it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but like, you are I able leave. to be part of the conversation if they invite you. That's in. so that's totally that's true. Rather than just to it a little texting. bit. Yeah, and I think it is for I know in Rick's case he's he you know he's working all day doing code and stuff and it's kind of like oh you're listening to this like live podcast and then they could if they do invite him and in, they go hey oh Rick Deacon's here or whatever which happened to him where in he was on one and then they're like oh Rick Deacon's here from Radwood because it says that yeah, in his profile and, and it turned into a and A about Radwood and Rad for sale. Yeah. And that's the thing for me. Is like, is, I, I, I told Rick, like, if I'm going to be on, I, w- I don't want to be a passive, like, obs- observer or listener. I can't like because if, if people are going to be reaching out, I want to have that conversation. I want to answer the questions. Right. So it's like trying to figure out a good time when I'm committing. I, I don't think I could just leave it on in the background and just ignore people that are trying to reach out. You know what I mean? I know. Like, that's, yeah. that's yeah, the there was thing. A, and there, there was other people where, you know, Osk, it's Austin Kakavo. I think that's how you say his name. But he was on. He's kind of and then. There was like, um, there's a there's a person he listens to our podcast. It's Winston, I want to say Gobbins or Winston Goggins or something. But uh, 
he his internet went out as he was saying he was like the first person to ask us a question on the patreon when we did i mean sorry not on patreon but on uh youtube live when we did it when we first did it okay uh but yeah Dude, i don't know uh, there's something there it's kind of cool and like i'm looking right now it's like there's that one's going on and then there's uh like tegu shoe is in one talking about watches right now and there's uh raising capital re- a lot of business like kind of replace podcasts in a way i mean you could start one and be notified of it and then people can listen and yeah. you could have like callers basically the only thing is right now there's no monetization or or no way to broadcast it after the fact or anything like that so it's all that's just, true it's a very it's so it's flowing. socially driven um rather than like business driven but then uh some people were saying that there is a there is like at one point I think Austin was saying he was in one and all of a sudden they started reading an ad for Dollar Shave Club or something. So trippy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, it's funny because I, when I set up my profile, I I don't have a picture of myself. I don't have a good just go to the picture. selfie thing. You have tons. <laughs> Dude, I honestly did. I've never taken a selfie. Whoa. I've taken selfies with people like my son yeah. or, you know, Sarah or whatever. Or Well, mine has my daughter's them. hair as like my beard because it was a picture of <laughs> my daughter. Oh, I. also, I got to call you out on your Instagram profile pic. I can barely tell what's going on in that thing. Which one is it? I it's don't you know with it the Amelie, I think. It's you with Amelie like hunched over. But I, I'm like, that picture is so small and it's so long ago. Oh, was it at a, it was at a... A concourse like, on the avenue with some Porsches behind me? Maybe. Huh. I don't know. It's so tiny. I mean, <laughs> you know. I don't Art even know what it is. He, Art's Mr. Wolf with fucking bow tie. Yeah. Wait, on my Instagram and, uh, photo? Oh, yeah, you're dude, right. Instagram you can, profile pic. You can pic. see it. There's a Porsche no in the one background. Knows, no, dude. No one can barely see oh, that. They're like, who? You're, what is it? Is that John Davis? Oh, oh, glasses, John dude. Davis hugging your daughter? I don't know, man. It's kind of weird. <laughs> That's weird. That's a weird <laughs> I mean, yeah, it doesn't have... You can't see, like, facial features and stuff. But it's pretty... <laughs> is that like... Oh, are you trying to be incognito for, like, facial recognition? I think for... He doesn't oh, want to be... Noti- right. He doesn't want to be recognized on the streets, dog. That's what's up. He's like... Right, wants to right, be low right, key. right. I have that problem, too. That's why my picture is What super, do you want me to uh, put there, Warren? What would you like? Yeah. I want I want Art's arm folded picture with the white background. <laughs> oh, geez. oh, there you go. I want that Wait, thing back. What's, in- so what's your Instagram profile picture? I don't. I don't, don't worry about. It. Don't worry about. It's it like right a now. view of an ology. That's. <laughs> I mean, exactly it's a silhouette, right? I'm talking about facial features and like not being able to see. Oh anything. yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> what are you even doing there? I can be, it's not even a good silhouette because the bottom of your face is like not exposed. Hey, don't talk so loud. You're gonna rattle the windows in my glass <laughs> hey, house. Is it driving? <laughs> are you driving? Are you driving and selfie? It's, he's showing kind of, off that he wears a hat. I dude. think he's showing it's off that he's a viewologist while he's driving. My, Sarah took that shot on um, Coastal Range Rally number oh, one sunrise. So very nice. Oh, so, don't oh, give me. The guy was complaining, your picture's so old. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> I, know. I can't see anything. <laughs> I was just, um, <laughs> I, know, I can't see anything, dude. It's like Lane was someone's daughter. I don't even know if he had a daughter at that point. <laughs> so, I, I did want to ask because you mentioned the, the um, LS swap caddy. Um, out of the cars that we have coming up, like out of, the, out of this group, which one would you want to take home, like personally? Oh. Mm. Well, the 944 is like almost my perfect spec. The Which gray one? one? Um, Not the race car. The, the gray with the turbo, the gray on red turbo. So it's a turbo, slate right? gray yeah. car with a, a burgundy interior, 57,000 miles. Really pretty car. Yeah. I love that car. I love the colors. I, I don't necessarily love turbos, but I would definitely take that example. Um, I do not like the black Fuchs on it, but that's an easy switch. Um, that's a really cool car. So that's an 86. Um, so that has the low offset Fuchs. So they have more dish, right, Lane? 
Well, it's the only turbos with Fuchs, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So those those wheels were original to that car, mm-hmm. I'm guessing. Yeah, so yeah. I think, you know, um, I agree, though. I think, like, a color match set would look way cooler, right? Like, if they were yeah. slate gray, too, like, that would be so rad. Exactly, yeah. Um, but, man, I if, like, really I'm being honest with myself, like, how could I not have that Reebok car? It's just so insane. And, I mean, for what we do around Radwood events and stuff, like, pulling up in that thing is so, so iconic yeah. and cool. But it's not as usable, right? So, like if I'm going to go out and use a car, but, um, well, it is, that's the thing is that it actually is streetable. It's street legal. Yeah. I mean, it is, it is. Yeah. You're right. You're right. You could do a coastal range rally in that thing. Um, it wouldn't be the end of the world for so sure. The, the, I don't think, but it is a full on race. Yeah. Car. So it's, it's it doesn't have any sound deadening. Like, so um, one thing that's really, really like and... noteworthy about the car that I've discovered is that it's 600 pounds lighter than a stock 944 turbo. And you know, you think that's a massive number, right? And so I, ha- I went down yeah. and did some research and went down that rabbit hole and i found out of course there's no sound deadening of course you know magnesium there's no magnesium and there's magnesium oh, I had a, um so it's a slick i top. asked art this but he didn't know but lane is it thinner glass in those cars uh i don't know either i imagine it okay. has like rs style i guess windows, yeah that's actually. what wham was getting i imagine at, it doesn't even have yeah. glass on the side and then it, I, i'm guessing it probably has a lexan rear window as well Right. Sorry, Art. I didn't mean to interrupt yeah, you. Yeah. You're at, right at slick top. So slick I think that's top your trigger favorite, word. right? So slick top. So yeah, that's but it has a, a magnesium like uh, intake manifold. Yeah. Wheels are magnesium. Wheels are magnesium. Uh, uh, it's got some, um, yeah, some like weird stuff. Like the alternator is smaller. Like you know, just like to yeah. save weight. Uh, a bunch of bits like that. A lot of electronics. No power steering. No power steering. It's a manual rack, and a ton of the um, the wiring has been pulled from the cars. So that obviously wiring is heavy you know it's copper usually and, and there's a lot of it so but overall yeah on average those cars were 600 pounds lighter than the street cars and they were they were tuned you know chipped in period um so the numbers out there vary from like 285 to like 315 or something so you know it's around 300 horsepower so it's it's a pretty awesome package like 300 horsepower and like yeah. what does that mean 2,100 pounds or something no 2, no not even because i think a, i think a turbo is probably 3100 you know, or thirty three thousand feet. Oh, really? So you're yeah, I wasn't sure. Like, yeah, because the turbos, yeah. I guess, they have more more stuff going on, right? Yeah, I mean, you're looking at, yeah. So you're looking at whatever twenty five hundred pounds, twenty four something. That's still between, awesome. I mean, it's still <laughs> so light. That's yeah, great. That's, yeah, yeah, that's, that's very amazing. cool. Yeah, yeah. So what about you guys? Uh, anything jump out of you other than the two best cars that I already? I know, picked? right? Well, <laughs> those are definitely the the really really cool ones. I mean, I I just I love the Caddy for just as a straight up hoon toy like it's just amazing it's not necessarily what i would personally take but you know rear wheel drive conversion um almost no weight above that rear axle right like it's got they move the fuel tank back there which helps but it's an ls you know it's an lq4 which is in the ls family it's not like an ls1 or a corvette motor it's the it's one of the vortec truck motors um you know people who know these engines know what that is but there's some controversy around calling it an ls some people say it is some people say it isn't because whatever but um but it's what i think the the owner said it uh dyno at around 325 rear horse rear wheel horsepower and about the same amount of torque um and that thing has got to be incredibly light right so it's it's a tire yeah. destroyer, uh, total sleeper. Obviously, if you put something that actually is grippy back there, like because the whole the whole concept is like the interior is like super well done. It's got a, a really nice roll cage that's like very well integrated. Uh, the engine bay is really nice and tidy and painted, and the exterior is all kind of 
sort of patinaed, right? It's got like a little bit of surface rust, like speckled about. It's not like through the metal anywhere, but like it's just like supposed yeah, to be it's a, ratty. It's a it's sleeper. A ratty. Yeah, it's yeah. supposed to be a sleeper, yeah, like you know? A, yeah. And um, it's lowered like real nice on uh, J, uh, Youngblood wheels. And uh, that's the only thing that really kind of shows that there's something going I on. I would definitely have another set oh, of like la. stock hubcap looking wheels to put on. I don't know. Just full sleeper, yeah, yeah, right? like, or um, or even like like D90s or something, right? Where it's kind of tuner, it looks lower, yeah. but you don't know what's going on. Um, but that car is definitely yeah. a standout. It's just so it's so cool. It's the first LS swapped Caddy to come to the market too. So there's never been one for sale. There's another one. I, I was talking to the owner and John, and there's a red one apparently that was built and was a SEMA car, but was never actually sold. So kind of a big deal to have that, you know, uh, part of our. I can't wait to see what, it, launch. what that does. Yeah. yeah. I'm super excited. Yeah, I like the. I think the Colt is a great. I mean, it's not a car I'd want necessarily, but that's a really cool car, and it's one of those. You bring that to any Radwood, and it it'll be the only one. It'll be the nicest one. Yeah. And and a bunch of people will say, I haven't seen one of those in a million years, and it'll get tons of love. And it's a it is a cool looking car. It's on those like it's I think cool they're Ankies or something, or what are those mesh? Yeah, wheels? he's got NK ninety twos on there, uh, which are period. <laughs> yeah, correct. and it looks it just looks really cool. Yeah. When it was on the rally, it was like it was definitely a spectacle. Cool interior, on the right? Rally the interior, as well. uh, it's like yeah. very funky of the era too. Like that door mm-hmm. panel, it's got like the crazy little triangles and the cool fabric seats. Yeah, yeah. Hey, the- hey, Art, are those wheels worth anything? No, those are new. They're 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 new versions oh. of the original ones. So the got the because I have two of them. I have two of them in my backyard um so the, the original <laughs> ones if they're you know in mint condition they're more valuable than the new ones but the problem is that nk re- started to remanufacture those about like i don't know maybe 10 12 years ago so you can get even more sizes and stuff than they offered in period and they're actually lighter and so it's like not really hugely beneficial to have the original ones except if they're like pristine and you know whatever that's when i've seen that yeah, they're, they're money yeah. but um, but they're cool. I just want to give them away to what someone. What size are they? But I, I, I don't, I don't even know. I think they're like, I want to say they're small. I'll, I'll send them. I'll send a picture to you. But yeah, I was given them, and I just like basically took them at the time, and they've just been sitting. So I yeah. So Anki did a really good job. Where you know, the, the, originally a lot of those were pretty like high offset with a small lip. You know, there were some that were were lippy, and they actually looked really good. Like you know, like a nine forty four fitment or an E thirty fitment or you know E twenty eight fitment. Uh, but a lot of them were high offset for Japanese cars for front wheel drive cars. And then when they re released it, they made a ton of really really cool sizes and offsets. So they ha- they look way more aggressive now. You know than they did in period. Um, and the lip is right. a slightly different design too. I can't remember exactly the details but it's it's you know like step versus you know flat or whatever i can't remember these have a chrome yeah the ones i have are, are a gold center of the actual basket weave and then a chrome lip yeah what's the fitment of those Warren? i don't know you just like you got them at the shop or something yeah they were like basically someone had them and they're like do you want these i'm like yeah sure and i put them basically stacked them up and they're oh, sitting in the same spot well yeah you should, yeah check them out since. i mean it'd be cool i mean Heck, yeah, maybe we can I mean, raffle them off funny on when I saw for sale or something. <laughs> I don't think they're, <laughs> raffle yeah, I don't think they're really worth yeah. it. But when I saw um, Josh's car come through um, for sale and I saw those wheels, like, oh, shoot, I wish I would have known that because I would have just offered them to him. I didn't, for some reason, I didn't put it together when I saw it on the rally, but um, I would have just given it to him as a nice, you know, nice to have spare thing. But all good. That's all good. So one thing I forgot, the reason I brought up that clubhouse whatever it is, uh, social media platform, is because I was on that Radwood discussion 
and one of the guys in the on the the meeting or whatever you call it that I was on, he actually drove that Reebok car to the Bridgehampton Concours in 2018 to oh, to, to have it shown there. It was like his friend's car. His friend wasn't going, and and he asked if he could drive it to the Bridgehampton show. Yeah. Uh, to huh. show it off, he was selling it at the time. So this is before LBI acquired the car, and uh, and he's like, "Can you bring it to the show?" Like I signed up for it, and uh, he was telling the story about how like it was one in the morning when he or you know three in the morning when he was leaving and firing that thing up in his neighborhood and just felt like <laughs> such a, a nice. douchebag because it was so loud. And, yeah, and and know, then imagine and, like they look out the window and there's this neon green thing out there. It's like super yeah, bright, exactly, <laughs> really annoying. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep funny yeah well yeah so go to radforsale.com give it a you can sign up for email updates and such um there'll be a lot of a lot of activity yeah, we're follow gonna, yeah. rad for Week. sale on instagram at that's right. rad for sale i think that's what wham was going to say but he, he was almost said give it a like and subscribe but then he realized that um <laughs> <laughs> yeah i always i always like to like and, and rad subscribe for things. sale is spelled out so f-o-r oh right not the number yeah. yes I'm like, how else would you spell it without a... You obviously didn't sense. grow up in the 80s and 90s, Warren. <laughs> no, I didn't. I didn't. I'm from the 60s like you. Yeah. All right. Uh, trivia time? Trivia? Trivia. It's trivia time. So, where should we begin? There's so much. There's so much. This isn't really trivia, but did you know that Sebastian Vettel has a few Ferraris he's selling, one of which could be on Rad for Sale. God, that would be pretty nice. F40? Uh, F50. Oh. He's got an F50. He bought uh, a very important car. He bought the Williams uh, Mantle car, right, not too long ago? Warren, do you know? I don't know. No. I mean, Art, do you know? I didn't. Art's not there? Hmm. Okay. Uh, Anyways. Call in. I think it's Call like the, if you know. I don't know my art knows all those like chassis codes of those cars, like the F14B or something. You know, like the right, right. I, I don't know what. Yeah. So he's got a looks like he's got a BMW Z8, a an SLS AMG, an SL65 Black Series, which I love. Um, a 458, a 512 TDF. Mm. And then they have 50 Enzo and a LaFerrari. So he's just, fuck, Pretty, he's over Ferrari. He's like, I'm leaving the team. You guys fire me. Fuck you. Dang. I know. Like, wouldn't you want to keep one of these cars? Maybe he has enough 40. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of weird that he doesn't. So he um, did. Vettel bought Nigel Mansell's Williams FW14B. I was oh, so close. Oh, right. Wow. Yeah. That's right. Nice. Well, anyways, um, these will be coming up for auction, I imagine. So if you are, um, you know, if you're looking for an Enzo or an F50. Where are they selling? The, I'm looking right now at this article on the drive, and I don't see it. Not well, very, I think it's, um, uh, Warren, I think it's time to announce that these are available at radforsale.com. <laughs> yes. So yeah. Vettel does have the an F40. F40. Oh, great. He does? Yeah, it says uh, it, this is from 2015. He, he, it says Sebastian Vettel, Vettel bagged himself an F40 in 2015. Beautiful. Did he yeah. get Nigel so Mansell's car? Keeping the, 
I don't know about that one. Yeah, because no, you're talking about uh, Martin Brundle. Well, no, Nigel Mansell had an F42, um, and he sold it a long time ago. But I don't mm. know if. Oh, okay. Who was just mm. uh, Gerhard Berger? Just sold his F40, right? Oh, was it recently? Yeah, Gerhard Berger. But I found out after the fact. I got all excited about that, thinking, man, that's a rad one to buy, et cetera, et cetera. He only owned it for like two years. Ah. He had just bought it and he was flipping it essentially. Mm. So. Oh. Yes, he did own it and drive it, but it wasn't like, you know, Gerhard's car that he was commuting to, you know, F1 right. races. So in Mansell's car like, was Mansell's was was given to him, I think, by Ferrari yes. or by I was gonna say by Ferrari Enzo, <laughs> by, by oh, Enzo like Ferrari. new at the time because that was when he raced with <laughs> exactly, him, so yeah, it perfect, yeah. And there's those classic pictures of him driving it with his little flat cap, yeah, and, exactly. You know, loafers. There's a video out there on YouTube style. of him driving it in the rain at Fiorano, I think, um, like when he first got the car. Oh, cool. Yes. So these are going to be sold uh, for Vettel by Tom Hartley. Tom Hartley Jr., which is, I think, a European dealer. I don't know. I've Nobody heard the name. Knows. but Anyhow, that's not even trivia. Let's get to the real shit here, boys. All right. Dodge, or I guess it's Ram now, just Ram, has come out with a TRX Hellcat uh, for the year 2021. Uh any idea of what it takes to buy one of these with dealer markup? What's the price oh. of such a truck? So I did. I, I don't know the number, but I remember seeing this a couple of days ago. So. Huh. Okay. I mean, I don't remember yeah. exactly what it was, so I'd probably be super far okay. off. But. I have no idea, so I'll throw a number out. Um, when is it available? It's coming. It's like next. Is it this I'm year? I'm sure it's like coming in the, you know, it's available now. There's some, it's a launch edition. Oh, gotcha. So, so yeah. markup or the whole amount? Whole amount with markup. Uh, hundred and fifty grand. That's pretty. I thought Lame. markup was something like fifty or sixty grand. So, and I'm gonna say the price is, let's say, I don't know, right under ninety. Let's say it's ninety grand for a truck fully loaded. So yeah, I'm gonna say fifty, hundred and forty. Go under art, <laughs> dude. You are perfect, both of you. Amazing. One forty three, one forty five nice. was the final total. So, yeah, Lane, you nailed it. Um, Eighty nine five sixty five is what a truck costs, which seems absolutely ludicrous, but that's just the world these days. And then fifty thousand dollar market. That's wild. I mean, this thing is so dumb. It. If it's, you do that, by the way. Oh, I know. Like they just want to have it be the first ones, right? But it's like yeah. it's definitely a an incredible thing <laughs> like, i mean from what i've seen yeah. and read sure. um, i, I 90,000 you know I, I, it doesn't seem super outlandish it's not a work no, truck because isn't you, a nor yeah. isn't a like a king ranch ford is 72 exactly yeah it's a land cruiser is 80 yeah yeah 80 grand um the polestar one which is the coupe really cool looking car um built by volvo in china uh electric Polestar One uh, is wrapping up production. How many did they build total? Oh man, it's probably so small. Hmm, good question. Shit, I feel like that wasn't even a real car. I know. Polestar. Did they even know, sell it? Right? They started in 2019, and it's in 2021. They're done. Feels like more of an exercise, you know? Like yeah. One of those things. It's so it's like a. It was like a halo car though. Right. So, so that they can bring out the. It next is such one. a cool looking car. Well, at least in the press shots, it looks fucking awesome. Yeah, it is I don't good think looking. it looked this good yeah. in person. But. Um. Yeah. 75. 75 for Mart. I'm going to go higher, but I don't know. I really have no clue. Uh, I'm going to say 1,000. 
You guys are both low. Fifteen hundred really? of these things. I didn't. I I don't yeah. even remember them even selling. I thought, as Lane was saying, they were just exactly, kind of like showcasing. Fifteen hundred right? is essentially zero cars, yeah. right? It's zero because the I two mean, is a thing. Yeah. But I felt like the one was just a way to showcase tech, and they just kind of shared one car it's around. Very, <laughs> very niche. Yeah, it's a niche market. But, I mean, uh, that's like barely more than F40s sold, right? Right. Or is yeah. that even less than F40s? I don't even know. It's but barely more. They yeah, sold F40 1300. Yeah, F40s are like 1300 and something? 1315. And then, you know, this is a $155,000 base. So, you know, you would think they wouldn't sell very many, but 1500 is very low. And I think the fact that it's built in China tells you something. Like, they're they're probably selling a lot there, I would be guessing. Yeah. I don't know. I, I think right, last they, question. I bet they never intended on selling more than what they sold. Yeah. 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 No, I think it's, but it's perfect because it did the job. It got the word out and it looks awesome. And I would love to check one out. I think it'd be actually a really cool car. It's like a Fisker mm-hmm. Karma. Yeah. But, but better. I wonder better. if that, because yeah. didn't Camisa get one here locally? I, I wonder, think he did. I, I wonder thought if he we did. get our hands on that one somehow. Cause like, it, well, we know the Polestar rep now. Right. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. I don't know if they have them around anymore because they're all spoken for. Dude, or whatnot, uh, and it's kind of unfortunate because cool. a lot of these cars, it seems like they end up getting the crusher, right? Like they once they they do their rounds with them, like they're like non because they're non VIN cars, right? Like some of these cars, like these early early. Yeah. Did you oh, hear yeah. Dak Shepard talking about that? How they would yeah. they would get a buddy and they would like race to the basically the scrapyard. No. To yeah, just, they had these they had these pre production Corvettes that yeah. uh, they had to take to get crushed, and then they would basically just like completely fuck them up. Yeah. He like, said first thing reverse. they do when they got in would like rip the rip the sun visors off and throw them in the passenger seat, <laughs> and then they would like punch the dashboards, and then they would go they'd be going sixty on the on the freeway and put them in reverse. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, because yeah, I mean basically it's its final uh, send off, final drive. Nothing's gonna matter. So. Poor yeah, things, right? Crazy. Like they, they live such a terrible life. It's like they, they get used, and then at the end, they get extremely abused, and then crushed and murdered, tortured. It's so weird. You would think that someone would be able to use them on a racetrack and not ever yeah, title them. You'd or... think they could like scrap them. Uh, you, like you would take them apart and sell the parts or something. Totally. Or, you know, totally. like it's like it. Because it's I mean, not worth it to a manufacturer, right? Days. It's like they're not on like Craigslist. No, it's not like, worth the manufacturer. But you think you'd have like a third party that would be like Co-part. a pick and pull and take it all. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, just, I'm also thinking from like a when you're thinking of like things as a waste, you know, you know, you have to think about things as like how wasteful it is and stuff. It's like, yeah, is there anything more very, wasteful than that? It's a bummer. Yeah, it's no. it's, it's crazy. Throwing it's away a, a good working thing, a product. Yeah, yeah, that is really weird. Um, all right, last question here, and uh, let's see how you guys do. Cadillac expects blank percentage of its new Blackwing performance cars to be sold with a manual. Ooh. I imagine a really high number, right? Final send-off. Uh, 60%. Uh, I'm going to say 18. I don't know why. Lane wins. I like your optimism, Art. That's insane, though. <laughs> um, 25 Weak. to 35%, Weak. which is actually pretty That's damn pretty good. good. That's the yeah. whole point of the car, though, right? Like, they're... <laughs> <laughs> but, but it's but not. It is it's a still, big sedan. See, it's just competing with an M5. So, well, that one is. You're able. It, you said both black wings, right? It's, yeah. Well, yeah, but I mean, okay, whatever they're competing with, I'm saying aren't offered in an autom- in a manual. So, automatic shoppers looking f- at both cars, they're gonna pick that as well. So, 
they're obviously going to sell more automatics. Is what it's I'm saying. Nonsense. Um, Sixty <laughs> percent. Hey, you could be right. This is just a, a you know projection. I mean, dude, I think Corvettes, the last Corvette, you know, the C7 or was it C7? Yeah, with a manual. I think their their take rate was like under ten percent, you know, and that's why they stopped Damn. making it a, a manual. Dude, that makes sense. I, did I tell you when um, I went to the C8 launch over here at Boardwalk? Um, I went. They had a, a a big warehouse in the back. I mean. 70 80 maybe c7s back there of all different types of trims a lot of grand sports and not a wow. single manual back there not a single one yeah that is so sad well let's hope it's uh higher than their predictions but 35 percent sounds like the pretty good the percentage top. actually for like an old man company um a sedan you know not a pure sports car I mean, yeah. all all things considered, a big heavy luxury car. Yeah, you know. Yeah, so we'll see. But um, I'm just glad it exists. So there you go, Blackwing. So now what we need to do, Wem, is we're going to change that percentage by point oh oh three, and we'll both get one, and and then just sh- take pictures of only the seats and post the pictures of the seats for Lane on the Instagram feed. Um, mm-hmm. That'll be fun. That'd be cool. Dude. You guys are awesome. <laughs> I wish I could afford one. I would, I would daily this thing in a dude, second. Dude, speaking of markup, over all of its how marked up are these things going to be? That's a good question. Uh, we got to find out. They Let's are super Saint limited, Claire right? You like, can't even get the big boy one, whichever one that is. Oh, it, it's all like CT5? invite only, or what's the deal? <laughs> uh, I thought they were like all sold out. <laughs> oh shit, really? It's like Clubhouse. Yeah. Is that oh, I, I know what's going to happen. Barrett Jackson Vin One, right, or something. <laughs> it's gonna. Like, yeah. Um. Oh, that's yeah, going to go yeah, for yeah. a million bucks, but it's going to go for charity. Right, so. right. Yeah. Um, now, riddle me this. Will they make a CT5 Blackwing wagon? Nah. No. No. no they have a history. They, they have a history of CT, CTSV wagons. They didn't so. do it on the last one, right? So, I don't know. They're not going to do it. No way. They sold like never 50, know. I feel like they would have they like... Know gallivanted the shit out of that or whatever. No, that's not the word I'm looking for. <laughs> but maybe it'll be like the last final final. Yeah. But they know? don't even it's make like... a wagon in the normal car, so why would they make one? They they, well, wouldn't, they like... make a wagon. It's called an Escalade. Yeah, exactly. Just take an Escalade roof, slap it on that B biznatch, and call it a day. There you go. All right, that's podcast. Chop tops and drop tops. Okay. Bye. Bye, Later. Art. <laughs> See ya. <laughs> <laughs>